you. It's you. It's, it's Brandy. No, it's it's you. It's, it's Hope. you. It's, it's you. Brandy. We are in the same We're zone, in the, the same house. And you might be saying, "Oh my God, quarantine! Oh my God, this is bad. We, this is wrong." Folks, folks, we live together. We live together. I just want to say, I just want to. Yes, we live together now. Yes. Um, we're not married. I was already married. It's finally happened. I finally got married. I've been wanting to do it for years. Who did you get married to? It's you. It's you. I did not know this. <laughs> but this is a really good thing to bring up because mm-hmm. we are talking about Mormonism today. Okay, but you're skipping ahead. Okay, so sorry. So we were gone. <laughs> we were gone for a long time. It happens. You're used to this by now. We mm-hmm. give no notice. We, we just disappear. We don't tell you. It's fine. Um, we were spending that time moving to the same place. Hope is in Orange County. She's here. I'm right here. I'm I, in Orange County. Yeah. And we're, Brandy's right there. We're here. And we're looking at each other. The sync of the audio is perfect. It's perfect. We don't have to like do... Well, I guess we didn't need a countdown from 3, 2, 1 at the beginning, did we? That's that's BTS. They don't know we do that. Okay, you have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep our secrets. We, we have, have 500 fans. Behind, behind the scenes secrets. So, Hope. Yeah. You had a strong... I had a strong urge... To talk about something today. To talk about something. Um, I had a vision, mm-hmm. um, which is what we're discussing today, because my vision, well, it wasn't like a vision. It was like my dad was driving me here to Orange County yep. um, to move into this home that I now live in with Brandy. Yep. And we, he was like, D- what do you think about God? Because that's what we always talk about when Whoa. we're in the car alone. Jim's and- going deep. Yeah. And he's like, I used to believe in God. Like, I thought I had like a vision once. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And he's like, what about ghosts, though? You think that's like some God stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I think that ghosts are, you know, people talk about how ghosts. This is how I started. I said people talk about. Mm -hmm. But in fact, I've never heard a person talk about what I said next. In fact, I created it in my brain and delivered it to Jim Harris. Yes. I said, Jim, father, I said, you need to realize that that ghosts are just you know, like time is a flat circle and it's just like all always happening. Mm-hmm. And like ghosts are just like people who are walking by in another time period. And maybe you're just walking through their life. And then when I said that last part, I was like, why don't, so there must be ghosts, if that's true, which it is, because I just made it up. Mm-hmm. There must be ghosts from the future that there, we can see. There has to be. If we can go back, then they must go forward. Because, you know, you always see, you see, like, a Victorian girl at the edge of your bed just, like, peeping over. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, but you never see, like, um, I don't know, just, like, a stormtrooper. Wait, is Star Wars in the future? Long, long time ago. Never mind. You never see just, like, Keanu Reeves and just, like, a leather mm-hmm. jacket and just like with a robot arm, yeah. just being like, let's go above your bed. God, I wish. <laughs> but like, so you never see a future ghost. Yeah, I've never seen one. So I wanted to talk. I was like, we need to do a whole episode about future ghosts. Because you were sure that they were real. And they looked them up on Google. Absolutely. And then, no, and then I looked them up on Google because after I said we need to do an episode and we made a plan to record it. Mm-hmm. I looked it up and the only thing I found to do with future ghosts was a Sonic the Hedgehog slash Supernatural crossover fan fiction. Which we definitely need to talk about. Which at we some do point. need to cover, but there no one has talked about seeing ghosts from the future. There's no anecdotes. Yeah. Um We're gonna have to do a full investigation on why this is not true because you knew the truth about the flat circle yeah i knew the truth and no one else i can't find anyone else that knows but i do um 
feel like maybe that that was a vision that I had. I think it was a vision. A revelation, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah. So instead of future ghosts, because there's not enough information about there, it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad that there's not enough information about future ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that now. I think um, we should just talk about visions in general, just seeing visions. Because I think that visions oftentimes mean a future ghost. You're seeing the future in ghostly form. That's true. Yeah. But I feel different because ghosts are happening at the same time. Okay. Vision, future, vision... Well, if it's time and you see the future, then you catch up to it and then it happens and then it is happening. But you have to catch up to it. Oh, but you're right because there's – but time isn't – is just all always happening. It's always happening. So I guess you're right. We are talking about future ghosts in a way. We are talking about future ghosts. Do you want to hear what I learned about visions? Yeah, I do. And I want to – I mean, like, I just really – my mind is a little blown, but yeah. why don't you just give me visions? Because I didn't know you were going to bring it together like that. Yeah. I thought I was just going to talk about this strange theory I had. I didn't really right. realize. That you were onto something all along. Tell me about vision. Okay. So a vision is something that is usually seen in a dream or a trance or religious ecstasy. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you bliss out about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's usually like a supernatural thing you're seeing. Well, very Mm -hmm. typically. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of this information is coming from the Catholics. Yes. Yes, the Catholics with their many saints and their, yep. Because here's the thing. Apparently, uh, out of the 2,532 saints that someone on the internet looked into, Mm -hmm. um, 676 of them have psychic abilities. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like psychic abilities in the more not sorry in the catholic church in the catholic church they these saints have seen visions they've known things they've talked to angels and these could all be considered psychic experiences that's really fucking cool yeah so um visions happen all the time to these saints um they usually come with some sort of revelation maybe virgin mary is telling you something about Just living lactating on you lactating on your face that's uh, a real thing. Yeah, we we both just watched Douglas together. You know, Hannah Gatsby. It's very good. Please it's watch. It's a real thing a saint did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Catholic saints really know it. And they have decided that there are three types of visions. Oh, and, please um, tell me these categories. Yeah, and maybe you can figure out if what came to you in the car that day with Jim Harris <laughs> mm-hmm. was one of these visions. Yeah, give me that. Um, it was according to this Catholic lady named Evelyn Underhill. She wrote about these different categories in the early 1900s. So okay. it's all about Evelyn. Valid. Uh-huh. Number one, intellectual visions. Mm-hmm. So according to Wikipedia, the Catholic dictionary says, what's a Catholic dictionary? Number one. Yeah. First of all, is it? So, okay. Why do they get their own? They get their own dictionary. I How never is it heard different of this. from ours? Yeah. Is there also like Catholic soda? In Catholic bread? Yes, there is. Never mind. Yes, there is. Continue. Yes, there is. It's blood. (laughs) Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, the Catholic dictionary says that these intellectual visions are like supernatural knowledge that your mind just like gets and it reveals some dope truth. Okay. It's like when you just know, that's an intellectual vision. That is a data drop from the aliens. Yeah. Remember? The angels? It's Catholic. Oh, yeah whatever you get you just it's a download yeah 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 which i wouldn't really call a vision personally but evelyn says that's it 
It's like an exposition dump. Yeah, from God. From God. Um, maybe that's what you got. Maybe. Because you just knew about time. Maybe it just like wasn't really well like, you know, foreshadowed. Yeah. In the beginning of the story of my life. And it was just like, okay, and there's future ghosts. Sorry. And you got future ghosts. It yeah. was a truth that was given to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number two is imaginary visions. Mm-hmm. So that means you don't actually like see or hear anything. You don't have like a physical sight of something but you get like the same impression that you did receive a sight or a sound um it's all of that so raven i'm not sure okay so, like it's the future she can see you know but no one else like she's not seeing the future in front of her as a hologram in the hallway of her tripping into the spaghetti oh she goes she goes zoom she goes zoom and she goes somewhere else but to everyone else she's just kind of like staring right it's not actually seeing it's the impression of seeing got it understood Mm -hmm. um so we understand that that's so raven really helps we know that one got it um and then there's corporeal visions, and this is where shit gets... Sounds absolutely terrifying. Real. This is what you might call a future ghost, because you're seeing it. <laughs> yes. With your eyes, in reality. Yes. Um, these are like supernatural manifestations of something that can be received by the actual senses. So, like... All of them? You can smell that ghost? You can smell it. <gasps> you can hear it. You can feel it on your skin. The lactation. The lactation. You can feel the milk on your skin. If you could feel it, that is a corporeal vision. And it's like either your eyes are seeing it or your eyes are like magically altered by God Uh. to see it because they're putting it in your cones. Uh. But like it's not actually there. So but this is this is physical reactions of the body. This is magic. Yes. Oh, my God. God. Okay, tell me, tell me more about this. Um, more that's information? all I know about <laughs> I just want to know about because I kept looking up stuff, and they were like talking about clairvoyance, and that is different. And they're like psychic mediums. These are all different things. So vision specifically, that's what you get. Okay, I think an easy way to put that for mm-hmm. our listeners to understand because we're so intelligent like sometimes we talk you know above their heads yeah totally you know know, the long island medium you know the long island medium you remember watching the long island medium just for hours yeah um with your families like instead of doing homework uh she would just say like oh yeah the the ghost or whatever the spirit just spirit she would just say spirit just showed me a card of a white cup Mm -hmm. or just i just saw a dove like that's different that's different because Mm -hmm. that's uh, whatever that that's, is that's that's talking through ghosts this is not about like symbols yeah. this is about we seeing either... understanding impressions yes is there any like um mandate for how clear the visions have to be for them to be no. real or they're just all real they're if they're coming to you if you know it it's real if you know it dreams count oh Trances count. Dreams count? Yeah. Like meditation uh, sort of. That's a little more impressive than dreams. Yeah, but your meditation trance. Dreams count. I have a lot of fucking weird dreams. If they came true, it's a vision. If they didn't, that's just your brain having fun. What if you. Here, I'll help you figure it out. Okay, sorry. And I'll help you do this Mm -hmm. with our friend Mark Twain. Oh. Author and 
witticist extraordinaire. Mustache man. Mustache man. American mm-hmm. legend. Mm-hmm. Mark Twain. He saw visions. Well, more specifically, he saw vision. Well, just one. He only saw one. Ever. Mostly just one. But he also liked to predict the future all the time. And it happened all the time. So he's Ooh. got he's got powers. His prophecies came true. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the crazy thing is he wasn't even Catholic. Yeah. He didn't even get these messages from the angels. Yeah. He was very anti that. Oh. Um, he wrote that, quote, faith is believing what you know ain't so. Faith is believing what you know ain't so. Uh-huh. Faith and is that, believing what you know ain't so. Mark. You know it ain't so. What are you talking about? Because he thinks it's all hogwash. Oh. He says the Bible contains, quote, upwards of a thousand lies. Right. Mm-hmm. He so, was so cool. Angels aren't sending him any info. Okay. But he got it anyway. So here's what happened. Here's the main vision. My God. He and his younger brother, Henry, mm-hmm. way back in his like young 20s, mm-hmm. secured jobs on the steamboat Pennsylvania mm-hmm. in 1858. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting. Love working on the steamboats. We've all been to Disneyland, rode the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. On the night before they went aboard, Mark had a dream. Mm-hmm. Which counts. Which counts. Mm-hmm. Which counts. He saw his sister's sitting room. And in the middle of this room was his brother, Henry, lying dead in a metal coffin. Oh, what the fuck? Uh-huh. This coffin was supported by two chairs. Okay. And he was wearing Mark's suit. Now. Ooh, that is visceral. Yeah, very clear. He got a lot of details from here. Damn. And they were not rich. They would have not have been able to afford a fancy metal coffin. Well, that sounds like awful anyway. It's really bad. A metal coffin. You just burn up in there. Yeah. Also, on his brother's chest was a bouquet of white roses <gasps> with one single red rose in the center. Very detailed. Very specific. What does it mean? And he woke up and he was like, whoa, that's a weird dream. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. It was a vision. So the next day, the steamboat's about to go. And then due to some like weird disagreement with the pilot or something, Mark didn't end up going on the Pennsylvania. He got transferred to a different boat. So he got a different boat. But Henry stayed on the Pennsylvania. <gasps> oh, no, Mark. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later... There was a horrible accident on the Pennsylvania. Yeah. The boiler exploded. Okay. And Henry died. Oh. So it's horrible. It's sad. And Mark goes to the wake at his sister's house. And he sees in the sitting room his brother in a metal coffin supported by two chairs. No. And he's like, okay, this is very close, but it's not the same. It's weird. It's not the same. But then a woman comes in and she puts down on his chest a bouquet of flowers of all white roses (gasps) and one red rose in the center. He saw it. He foresaw it. And apparently the coffin was like donated by the mortician. Wait, was he wearing Mark's suit? He was. Oh, my God. Because he didn't have a suit. He was so young. So the family was like, here, put marks on. And he didn't know. And he came in and he saw it. That's so fucking scary. I would shit my pants. Yeah. 
So he was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is bad. Um, he also predicted his own death. So this is Tell just sort more. of like, I think this was more of an intellectual vision that came to him. He just knew. Okay. Uh, a data dump. Yep. Yeah. Because he, so the, the silly thing was, he was born when Haley's Comet like flew by in the sky. That's so silly. He was born in 1835. Mm-hmm. And he loved that. He always told people, like, I was born with the fucking comet. Freaking poet, yeah. Yeah, and he said that he came in with Haley's Comet and he would go out with Haley's Comet. So he wrote, quote, I came in with Haley's Comet in 1835. It is coming again next year and I expect to go out with it. It will be the greatest disappointment of my life if I don't go out with Haley's Comet. (laughs) The Almighty has said no doubt. Now here are these two unaccountable freaks. They came in together. They must go out together. He was a great writer. Yeah. That's the thing. Very silly. (laughs) Um, And then he died in 1910, the same year Haley's Comet returned. (gasps) Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, Wait, how'd he die? He's just old. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I have some questions. Mm -hmm. Unless you have more that you would like to tell me. There's some more things, but if you want to talk about these death visions please yeah so for the death visions for his brother's death vision mm-hmm. how far in advance did he have that vision few weeks few weeks did he write it down i uh, or did we only hear about this afterwards after his brother i don't know okay i'm just i mean like yeah he's I'm a, just, he's he's a, a writer spinner yeah. yeah he likes the clout i just yeah but he did write about his own death before he died clearly he had to that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. I do so, enjoy that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently he just experiences coincidences all the time. Mm-hmm. Aliens just love to line things up for him. I don't mm-hmm. know. The lizard people. Um, yeah. yeah. So he would like, he would do things like he would think of writing to a friend. He's like, I haven't talked to this friend in a while. And then the next day, a letter from them would show up. Ah, like, that just happened all the time. I, was like, I love oh, that. That's weird. Um he would also, like, there was one time he predicted that he would run into an old friend he hadn't seen in a while, and he even predicted it down to the number of steps he would walk down the street before his friend would show up, mm. and it happened. A glitch in the Matrix, Something. maybe. Or, like, he's just really good at the secret. Which he's, is, now explain the, that connection. <laughs> <laughs> just like the secret is, like, you want something, you have a desire, you have a mm-hmm. thought, you, you put it out. You manifest you just, it. You say it. Yeah. You write it down. You have a vision board Yeah, mm-hmm. of what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then it will happen because you told the universe and the universe will give it to you. So he knew about the secret. He knew about the secret long before Oprah did. Right. So he predicted all these friend happenstances. There was one time he was like, I want to be an honorary member at this club. That would that would be really nice. I'm a fancy writer. Mm-hmm. And then the next fucking day, the club called him up and was like, should make you an honorary member just happened all the time wow yeah and so this happened so much that mark twain was like uh i think this is a thing mm-hmm. and he called it mental telegraphy which is sort of like your mind can like influence another mind by like sending waves out because mm. he was like i should call my friend and the friend would like call him up oh. or he was like i, sh- I want to be a member at this club and then the club would call him up and be like you should be a member jasper from the twilight series explain (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he can. So Jasper's special, maybe Jasper Cullen, do you know? Yeah. Um, of the Cullen clan from yeah. Forks, Washington. Um, so his special vampire power is that he can influence people's emotions, mm-hmm. which really helps him influence like what they do. So maybe Mark Twain had a special brain power. Maybe he was had a latent vampire power that only like, would have really manifested if he got turned, but he never did. He's just like Bella. Just like Bella. He's just, just like, like Bella. Bella. Just, just like Bella. Bella. <laughs> I preface this by we we just received the Midnight Sun book that we are sharing as a family and hope is deep. We don't have to preface it because we talk about Twilight every third episode. I'm just saying that hope is deep in Midnight Sun <laughs> and it's affecting her in ways I could never expect. Just like Bella. Just like Bella. <laughs> so that's that's my bit about visions. Wow. Yeah. Mark Twain is um the guy's funny. Yeah, he's a great writer. He's pretty funny. And he's got he's got good, you know, like parallel symmetry. So he's either like incredibly good at the secret and he accidentally manifested his brother dying, or why would he do I is the secret ever visions. is the secret ever negative? I have no idea. I have not read The Secret. I refuse to read The Secret. Maybe if... Yeah, maybe if you put out bad energies, you also get bad stuff. I mean, the universe does what it wants. Maybe it's just going to fulfill this or that, whatever, whatever. No, but Mark Twain's saying that the universe is not chaos because I can influence it with my mind. That's true. But he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't, but maybe he was grumpy. Because he got put on another boat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, me, 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 me. I hope that boat explodes. Well. 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 Anyway. Anyway, I would love. <laughs> <laughs> so there are there are a lot. When you look up visions mm-hmm. on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. Google, any of your uh, first, your, your first source material. Your academic. Yeah. Your scholarly sources. Sources. Um, you will see that almost all of the visions that are like super recorded and have a lot of information about them are Catholic. Mm-hmm. However, uh- there is one man who had quite a vision that really caused some trouble for everyone. Did it really rock the it, Broadway stage? It really <laughs> One man, one vision, mm. one Broadway stage. His <laughs> name was Joseph Smith. Oh my god. And I don't mean to be constantly dunking on Mormons, but they have some magic shit that yeah. I like to talk about. Because Please. it's just like, we're gonna have our own planet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, like, celestial shit. Mm-hmm. We have, like, astrology is yep. involved in Mormonism. I'm not even going to get into that. Like, There's so much. But let's talk. It started because of this man. So this man is Joseph Smith. And he was born in Vermont um, and had moved to Western New York with his family in 1817. So before your friend Mark, mm-hmm. your friend. My friend. Um, and d- in like Western New York, it was this time where it was this um, – it was called the Second Great Awakening. So there were all these different kinds of Christianity, like fighting against each other, like for who is what religion, and like who what who, what religion is right. Mm-hmm. Basically, just like all these groups came together, which is like kind of the magic of America, and we can talk about that. But oh my um, God. manifest destiny, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he was like, "What the fuck?" Because his family actually, it, it the Smith family took on a bunch of different religious like beliefs um they all sort of trying them out yeah like they had they were evangelical they were protestant like they tried different things they Mm -hmm. also used rocks in the cunning folk tradition to find treasure 
that sounds like a like an old timey geocache. It's like such a fun time. It's so fun. But people would go on to wait. What rocks can do that? I want to do that. Like there are rocks and you carve runes on them. Oh no! And then you charge them up. Like what? Yeah, and then you go find treasure, and it's never worked. It's never worked. <laughs> but um, it seems fun. But that's just one of the things he was into. So one day when he was fourteen or fifteen or sixteen, there's been a couple different accounts written Look, by it's hard. Joe. Nobody knew what year it was in 18... What's a calendar, you know? Yeah. It's hard here in New York. Um, So when he was about 14 Mm -hmm. in um, 1818, um, Joseph became, like, really interested in religion because it was all around him and distressed about his sins. As 14-year-olds are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Just overcome with sin. (laughs) So during that time, he would he would he went to different churches and was just finding that all the different accounts were saying different things. And that was really mm-hmm. upsetting to him um, that and none of the churches had, in his words, entered into his heart um, until he went to this place, which is now called the Sacred Grove in Western New York. And you can go there. Wow. Um, it's there's LDS. The Latter-day Saints own the land, so you'll have to give special permission to go to the grove. But (laughs) he goes to this grove, 1818, he ran over here, and um, he started to pray. Um, And he... He went to a stump in a clearing that he where he had left his axe the day before. So he had been to this clearing before. It's his special clearing. It's his special clearing. And he's 14, so he's like, wake me up inside. Yeah. Wake me up inside. And he began to offer his first audible prayer. Because until that point, he had never prayed out loud because he was never sure what to do. Oh, my God. He's manifesting. Mm-hmm. But then his prayer was interrupted by a being from an unseen world. Uh, okay, so accounts differ, and these, it, I'm not saying accounts differ because different people write them. I'm saying Joseph Smith's accounts differ. So uh, okay, yep. But here's basically what happened. Look, who can remember what happened when they were 14? When the greatest sort of supernatural encounter experience ever happened to you? Who can remember? Who can remember that? Um, and this is called the first vision in Mormon, um, you know, newsletters. Newsletters. <laughs> Uh, there is a whole religious book called the Book of Mormon, but basically, um, there was this being there. It caused his tongue to swell in his mouth so that he couldn't speak. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, at one time he said that he could hear a noise behind him, like someone walking towards him in the clearing, but then other times he didn't say that. Um, and then <laughs> he tried to pray again, but this, there was this noise behind him grew louder and he sprung to his feet and looked around. He didn't see anyone. Um, and in one of the accounts, he says that there's like a thick darkness that came over him. Um, and then he he leaned down one more time to pray and he summoned all his power and he felt ready to sink into oblivion. And at that moment, his tongue was loosed and he saw a vision. Oh, my God. Uh, corporeal? Real? Yes. A hundred percent corporeal. And it's actually very foundational to Mormon teachings that Jesus and God are like people. And we're there. And we're there. And this happened. Yep. Yep. So, yep sees a big pillar of light brighter than the noonday sun Mm. and it slowly descended onto him um, and it lit up the area for some distance alien as the light reached the treetops smith feared that the trees might catch fire um 
and it gave him this weird sensation and his 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 mind was turned away from the trees and the natural objects around him and he was enwrapped in a heavenly vision. So I'm not sure which vision this is because okay. it's very important that they're corporeal and that they're people. However, he does say in his own words that he was wrapped in a heavenly vision, which sounds like that's so raven. It sounds a little bit like that's a raven. If but someone else was there, would they see the light? I don't... Was it no. registered in his cones? Like, I don't know. Well, okay, so when he's experiencing this vision, he saw one or two mm-hmm. uh, personages um, described differently in different accounts. But here's, in his earliest account, in uh, 1832, he says he saw the Lord. Um, in another, in a diary entry, he saw, said they were angels. Mm. Um, and in another entry, he says that they, one of them said that they were Jesus Christ, son of God. So they're really leveling up. Yeah. Level, leveled down from Lord and then leveled up to Jesus. Leveled down and leveled up. Okay. And then eventually he gets his story straight and he's like, okay, it was two people who appeared one after another and they exactly resembled each other. And the first one had a light complexion, mm, okay. blue eyes. Aww. And a piece of white cloth drawn over his shoulders, but his right arm was bare, which I think is just a sexy little detail. Oh, um, sort of like a like a sensual toga look. Yeah. And then one one points to the other and they look exactly the same and they're uh-huh. both white. It's very important that you they are know both that. white. Um, and says, this is my beloved son. Hear him. And Joseph is like, OK. All right. Um. And so the Lord goes, Joe, your sins are forgiven. You need to obey the commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is corrupt. Mm-hmm. The second coming is approaching. Of course. Um, this is like a coming like one and a half. Yeah. This. Yeah. And like what's happening to Joseph right now, like eventually will happen to like everyone. They'll come to everyone. Mm-hmm. But they're just telling mm-hmm. him first because he was questioning his faith and he was so manly. That he had been chopping wood in that yeah, clearing with an such axe. Such a good, excellent fourteen-year-old, just a little boy. Um, and so he's like, "What church should I join? Should I be a Methodist?" And God's like, "Are you fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Yeah, they look exactly the same, but yeah. one is Jesus and one is God. They're both white, and they're both white. Okay, I hate Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so." Jesus is like, no, all religions are believing in incorrect doctrines and none of them acknowledge the God. The, none of them was acknowledged by God and his church and his kingdom. So God and Jesus are like, none of that. Yeah, of course. All churches and their professors are corrupt. Uh-huh. Um, and all their creeds are an abomination. Yeah. Um, don't tr- join any church, um, but the fullness of the gospel will be made known to you at a later time. And then uh, they went away. And then Smith found himself sprawled on his back in the clearing like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And then later he has a vision where he gets the Book of Mormon, basically. Wow. This guy's chock full of visions. Oh, yeah. He has he has he has visions throughout his life. I mean, I'll tell you some of them. I uh, So, the, yeah, the next one, not too much later, uh, he 
finds these gold plates containing the Book of Mormon that an angel told him about. Yep. Um, And there's three witnesses that can testify to it. However, two of them didn't meet him until after he wrote this account. So I don't think that's true. But one of them maybe was there? Yes. So Uh one out of three. Pretty good. Verified. Another time, Jesus came to the temple that he was setting up for Mormons. Of course. And was like, I'm Jesus Christ, the son of God. Therefore, gird your loins, and I will suddenly come onto my temple. Do what with your loins? Gird your loins. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Clap, clap. Time for lunch. (laughs) Clap, clap. Goodbye, Jesus. Um, I won't go through all of them, but like, and he's seeing them. No one else is seeing them. No, he he's the prophet. There's a middleman. He's the prophet that gives Jesus his true messages. To and the they people are of America. coming to his eyes. This is no dream. They, this is no trance. This is not in his brain. They are here in front they of him. Here. Um, another prof- prophecy that he had was that um, Jesus told him that um, that his his two of his followers were going to find a buyer for the copyright of the Book of Mormon in Canada, and that did happen. Wow, so technical. Jesus gives us what we need. In yeah. this life, and yeah. what, and what we need is a copyright for <laughs> the Book of Mormon. Thank you. Um, Jesus will return. Said that 1830. Um, Latter Day Saints said this is still going to happen. Yep. So you need to hold Look, on. Everyone's saying that. Everyone. That's nothing new. Look, we're in 2020. It is the apocalypse. We've already talked about it. Yeah, it's fine. It, I mean, I'm just telling you. Like, mm-hmm. he's also mm-hmm. like. We need to build a fortress in Utah. They did do that. Yeah. I also want to build one in Missouri, and that didn't really happen. Oh, did he say that was going to happen? Mm-hmm. In oh. uh, 1832. So sometimes it takes dreams a while. Is just dreams. Sometimes dreams is just dreams. Um, in 1832, again, he was churning these out in 1832. Oh wow! New York will be destroyed, and Boston if they reject the gospel. And the hour of their judgment is nigh. So um, that hasn't happened. They're both still there. They are there. Though they are debase and corrupt and full of yeah rats. I don't know if they've accepted the gospel. I have to assume they have. They because must Because they have. haven't been destroyed. They're not destroyed, but there are really bad sort of broken subway issues the, so the, not not enough public toilets. That's not great. So there's sort of a housing crisis. I mean, yeah, I still know. standing though. Uh, that one is fulfilled, according to the Church of Latter Day Saints. Fulfilled was destroyed. What <laughs> rebuilt? You didn't see it. You blinked, and it happened. That no, they have. They founded churches there. So done. Oh, okay. Covered. They've accepted. People have heard the word. Um, Thank God. Yeah. So uh, another one, 33, 1833, um, Latter-day Saints were not able to build a temple um, in Missouri, even though God told Joseph Mm -hmm. that you are going to build a temple in Missouri and that you have to. But then the state was like, you are all polygamists. So executive order 44 and they all got kicked out. Wow. So that did not happen. So does Missouri get destroyed? Um, we just don't talk about that one anymore. Okay. We just keep going past that. Yeah. 
Um, look, sometimes Raven sees the future and then she does silly things in the next 22 minutes that makes that bad future not happen. But a lot of times the thing she does to make it not happen makes it happen. It's That's so, so Raven. It's so Raven. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, I'll just let me just go through a couple more. I mean, yes, like, yes, in, in 1836, he's like, I am going to get wealth pertaining to gold and silver in large amounts in Salem. And, and he was like, and he was like, I've heard this from God and it's true. He um, got gold out of Salem? Yeah. So and then that didn't happen. Oh, so. But the church says this one's real because he said it would occur in due time. So maybe the church will get oh, this wealth see, in the future. That's always a good thing to put on the you back end of your prophecy. Gotta put that in there. In due time. You gotta put that in there. Is there a time? No. Do I say a date? No. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, he had one earlier that was like, Jesus is coming back in 56 years. Mm. That was stupid, Joseph. Yeah, that's not how you do cult. It was extremely silly. And he also has one, this one is very annoying, but he also said that the Constitution of the United States will almost be destroyed, God told me, um, and will be saved by the efforts of the white horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the church doesn't like that one. They yeah. got rid of it. We don't, that one, that vision? That's a no-no. Is icky. We don't want that one. Um, but he did predict Stephen Douglas would run for president, and then he ran for president. So is that good? Um, really good job, Joseph. Yeah. And there's just, like, a lot of things about Mormonism. Um, there's a lot of yeah. religious visions that I would just, I mean, like, he's, like, I feel like he's monopolizing the visions. He Why really gets so many? Uh, he's the leader. He's the chosen one. He's the prophet. It's what he deserves. I mean, Mark got, like, one no but he is he was he a religious leader no he wasn't he wasn't joseph smith who mm-hmm. had the first vision mm-hmm. the best vision mm-hmm. the tightest vision yeah the chillest vision the chillest the realest <sighs> wow should i keep talking about mormons or like because i you got more don't me tell you about his superpowers <laughs> i gotta know here's some of his miracles um so he had the power of he received from God. Now, I don't know if this counts, mm. but he received from God during one of these visions um, the power to translate ancient texts from dead languages into English. Wow. That is gone beyond vision. That's beyond visions. That's, that's gifts. That's vision gift. Okay. 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 But like, I need, did it work? Um, he. It's just that a lot of other people didn't know how to read them. So he really just, he tried his best, Mm. but they've been corrected. So he was okay at it. He was okay? Yeah, he He was okay. He was like nearly there. But he also did say he could heal people with his hands. Mm. um, And he received that from God. Did he he do that? No. Ah. Well, some people say that he did. And then some people say that he didn't. It was 1830. It was 1830. So I mean, there was a. I mean, I think medicine back then was leeches, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe if you if you were Joseph and you were like, "Hey, stop taking lead pills, and I'll put my hands on you," and it, you're gonna be better. It did help, and then they're they're all better. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and he also did exorcisms. I don't know. It's just like, look, <laughs> look. If you're gonna be the leader of a whole cult, then you gotta you gotta step it up. He you was gotta have powers. Just the, just so bold. Just like, because mm. like I actually don't doubt that he had this first vision. Mm. I think it's changed over time to fit what he needs it to. It changed over time. To what do you what think that it really was? Yeah, I don't know. But he had the, like, he had a, a weird dream or. Because here's my theory. Vision. What? I think they're Nordic aliens. Oh, my. Because they're white. God, Brandy, I wish I you told me this earlier. I'm so sorry, but here's what I, the evidence <laughs> you gave me. Big light, lost oh time, God. strange body sort of. Oh, functions my god hot people with blue eyes i forgot about the nordic alien how could you forget that would explain it because one of the mormon teachings is that after you die you get your own planet get your own planet well if you're a man if you're a woman you get your husband's planet nordic aliens nordic aliens i think nordic aliens and then he was like i just got to make them jesus so i can have a religion but they were aliens who were just there to be like environmental issues dude stop chopping trees <laughs> and he i don't know if you listen to that i don't think they listen to that but but isn't that what they do they tell you about uh, environmental issues the nordic aliens yeah yeah i think they're mostly just there to be hot and they're hot yeah they're i mean like, maybe really. they were speaking alien no way to know what they said yeah i mean yeah and maybe it was translated in his mind when he received the gift to translate ancient ancient alien how how old are they <laughs> brandy's just pointing at me like trying to get me to put this together myself it's like you do it <laughs> you got it <laughs> you got it you can do this i think most of the accounts of the nordic aliens were from the 70s but that's just because that's when the truth was revealed that's when they decided to hang yeah it's fine they came a little early joseph went really wrong with it and they're like mm -hmm. we're gonna have to wait 100 years or so because he thought we were jesus yeah we and know jesus we hang out with him we're not him not the same and he's not white He's not white. So that's how you mainly know that this was something else. Something else. I Jesus, know he's not we white. We know Jesus is not white. Mormonism is the most <laughs> racist religion. There's probably more racist religion. It's very. It's, it's up it's there. so racist. They're like, yeah. And like, actually, it's not like um, Bethlehem. It's not like it's real. It's more about how it's all America. Everything's America. <laughs> the Holy Land is America. Yeah. And this is the chosen place. So and wouldn't Jesus be like, I don't know, Native, Native American? American? No! Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, do you believe Mark Twain? <laughs> I actually believe Mark Twain much more than I believe Joseph Smith. Yeah. And I think it's because he didn't make that much of a big deal out of it. Is yeah. why, because Joseph Smith was like, and I will profit from this. <laughs> well, I mean, he already had his books. He already had his shit. Yeah. He, people were like, you you did it. You got your thing. And he was like, on top of that, when I was a young 20-something, I saw my brother die. <laughs> oh, no. What about you? You believe? Oh, I believe Mark. You believe Mark. I believe Mark. And I think that he was really skilled at the secret without knowing it. Yeah. Uh, but he also had visions of the future. Both? Yeah. I think he's just a very sensitive person. I think yeah. he's very in tune. An empath? 
Yeah, like Jasper. Like Jasper. Yeah, I think Joseph Smith, um, some brain something is happening. Um, cause why, why is his tongue like that? Because <laughs> he's having a seizure, maybe, or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I really... He certainly made a career out of it, though. Yeah. So... so. You just, I think you can really trust visions when the person that's having them does not want them. Didn't do anything with them. Yeah, didn't do anything with them. Is kind of freaked out by them. Thought that maybe he could control the world with, with mind messages that he didn't mean to send. Yeah, and then, but it was also just like, huh, guess what I can do? <laughs> and I'm a freak just like Haley's Comet. <laughs> so, bad advice. My bad advice would be to... Um, Start doing the secret, but only sending messages about how um, tight of a friend you are with white Jesus <laughs> to other people. Mm-hmm. So everyone starts to believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About you. Um, my bad advice, I think, would be to just go into different meadows and groves and uh, start chopping wood and look very sort of importantly and intentionally at the sun mm-hmm. oh while you're chopping wood oh and and just try to see if you can see anyone hot in in that light <laughs> yeah stare at the sun mm-hmm. work your delts chop some wood that's not bad advice that's bad advice but don't look at the sun well <laughs> um you can tell us about like your theories about future ghosts if you have any information if you have any sightings if you've read the fanfic if, if you... you're on the same wavelength as hope if you got the time as a circle i cannot read the fanfic so if you have i would like to talk on you with you on the phone or on skype mm-hmm. so i can get a play-by-play account or if you could write me a short novella about what happens within this fanfic yes i would really appreciate it so you can contact us at spooky shit pod on instagram mm-hmm. uh spooky shit pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can leave us like a review or you can like subscribe on most major podcasting channels remember to if you're on google play which you aren't i hope um that you are searching shit with the asterisk in the place yeah of the we don't know how to do search engine we fucked up compatibility we really wanted it to be called shit and and apple hates cusses yeah cusses are hated so thanks for listening and um i hope you have sweet visions tonight yeah channel that secret and see see ghosts